0: Welcome, this is Mippet Marketing and I am your host Rachel Claver. I love helping small business owners become more confident and more capable with their marketing. So this podcast is all here to help you do just that. It's me and the help of some great guests helping you learn new skills, new strategies and ideas. Let's jump in and get started. Clever or is it madness to employ your children in your business? Well, I'm going to be biased because we employ two of our amazing daughters in our business and I couldn't do our business without them, either of them. But I wanted to get a second opinion. So today we're talking to Fiona and Rogan. Fiona and Rogan run the Damson Collection. Fiona started it in 2017 after buying it off the founders and has since gone on to win many awards for some of the amazing products that she creates. During lockdown, her son Rogan also joined the business because they had to move quickly to go on to an online business. They had always been B2B before that. And they've learned how to do different things and adjust and work together. So today we're going to talk to them about what their business is about is an amazing business, but we're also going to talk a little bit about the dynamics of how they make that relationship work, how they work out the different roles, and how do they work it out even while they're living in a different area. Plus, we're going to get a little insight into some of the exciting things that's happening in their business. I'm really looking forward to this because I think a lot of us often think that it'd be nice to work with family. Some of us would hate it. I know I love having a family-run business and. It does help us in our dynamic to keep in touch with our adult children and feel connected to them. And I'm really thankful for that. They won't always work with us. They'll move on. But it is such a great and honest, amazing thing. So I'm just going to be passing this on with you. And I'm looking forward to sharing the story of Fiona and Rogan and Damson Collection. And welcome to episode 65 of the Map It Marketing podcast. I'm your host, Rachel Claver and I'm really looking forward to talking to our guests today. Um, not only do they have a fantastic business, which I've already talked to you about in the introduction, uh, but they also are a, a mother and son combo working together in business. And as I've mentioned, uh, we also have a family run business and I love that dynamic. So I'm going to um, get them to come and introduce themselves in a bit and tell you a little bit about their business, the Damson Collection, before we get into what it's like working together. Um, but first, if there's any questions or things you want to talk about, do come and be part of our Facebook group, Map It Marketing. Um, you can come in there and get marketing support and ask questions in there too, if you like. No question is too silly. And if you are new to this podcast, please enjoy checking out some of our previous episodes and if you love it I would love it if you rated and reviewed it if you hated it you're free to leave it alone and never (laughs) listen to me again right um so thank you so much Fiona and Rogan for being part of today um do you want to tell me a little bit about uh the the damson collection and and kind of how it got started and, and what it's doing now okay so um I actually bought the damson collection from the
1: uh orchardist and his wife who had had started it um and how I came about it was I was actually using their commercial kitchen um, in Hawke's Bay, having moved from Auckland. Um, and I was making macarons because I had a little mm-hmm. business called macarons.co.nz um, that I that I had bought previously. Anyway, they I heard that they were selling it and I just desperately wanted to buy it really um,
2: like i was i
1: love the yeah. plums i really wanted to make a damson gin mm. from the dam from from the the orchard plums um, so and that's how i ended up with damson and what we've done is kind of grown it um grown it in a reasonably organic way over the last couple of years um, and we've refined the product offerings that they had so that we only make The ones that you know that we can make um what the best sellers if you like Mm. sorry
0: no i was just gonna ask so was it when you were starting it was it a product that you always were selling directly to businesses so you were selling to retail and things like that uh so most
1: uh, when when i when it was originally the majority of the sales were actually through market
0: yeah
1: um and so it's an easy product to sell when you get in front of people and they get to taste it and they also people respond really well to the enthusiasm that or that I had and the previous owners have had to the product Um, well not being able to access customers that way has been a little bit trickier Mm. um, over COVID but we are obviously being able to we're going to be able to start doing tastings again so hopefully that works, yeah.
0: Yeah, because I've I've actually interviewed a few other people who are in the FMCG world and, um, and also partly in that kind of food area production and the ones that are successful are the ones that are using those markets because they're great, great for market research too, aren't they? Like they're yeah. so good for feedback you get to you get to talk to the
1: customer you get to you get to actually experience your customer so like i mean the year that we did field days was amazing because you have four days and every day at field days you get a different demographic mm. of person that turns up and so you know you get your say first day is trade second day is all the Aucklanders turn up and that's just no disrespect to Aucklanders it's just that that's they all come down the day before the weekend yeah. Um and then the next day you get families and then the last day you tend to get sort of um the more rural type, you know, the hunters mm-hmm. and that. And so to be able to kind of pitch different products and get them to taste it and to get their reaction, you, you get to see that the product that you thought was pretty much kind of I guess geared towards one particular person actually has a completely different market mm. and i really like that um i think the great thing about damson is that most people have um they have an immediate reaction to it they go oh it's something i taste it oh my goodness my grandmother used to make that or my uncle used to make yeah. jam and oh was that the plum that was growing in the garden we used to you know climb on that tree and things like that so i think there's a really nostalgic a, a nostalgic taste profile for damson and, For me, it was. It's really quite heartwarming to see those. Mm. um, You know, to hear the comments and to see people's faces. Like, it's. I never thought that taste had such a, a innate nostalgic,
0: appeal. You know. I think it's huge. I think I think nostalgia is a huge part of why people choose to make purchases with food, isn't it? I mean, it's just because it's that place of comfort. I I heard something. I was just talking about it with a guest recently. That nostalgia, I actually got it from a David Farrier podcast about Disneyland, but it was that nostalgia is our, is a memory with all the anxiety removed. Oh, that's a really nice way of looking at it. So it's like a thing where you go, I can look back and I forget the fact that we were in the really annoying camper van and it was uncomfortable and we were getting asleep and what I'm thinking about and the fact that mum was tense with grandma and all I'm thinking about is that really nice breakfast we had of the stewed apple and plums that we had with our muesli, you know, and so I think it's that is that's why it makes you feel good because it actually evokes those happy feelings that you have, which I think is quite nice beautiful I'm going to remember that one now yeah Yeah, I thought it was quite cool I can't credit it as my own but I I did think it was good um and so with with it like I know that that's in the Hawke's Bay and you're now you now live in the South Island um how how has that been in terms of like growing the business like for you
1: okay so what happened was we we after having the business for a couple of years we understood where the majority of our client base was and just Mm. with population it was Taupo North yes so the plums are grown in Hawke's Bay the products are made on the whole all the food products are made in Hawke's Bay and the and liqueur or the gin liqueur and what will be our gin is made in uh, the Bay of Plenty so we decided that um, Rogan was going to he'd come to stay with me for a few months and he was going to move back to Auckland.
2: <laughs>
0: <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> and so... It didn't happen. It, well, it kind of... We, he moved back to Auckland, took the distribution of the product. So we were lucky that uh, probably middle of February before COVID hit, we had actually moved everything to Auckland. So he was in a position... We had a wear, small warehouse set up. He was in a position to pick and pack for us as well as doing a little bit of social media at that time. Mm. Of course, then COVID hit yeah um and fortunately for for me he was able to kind of flip and that were overused word pivot pivot all of our sales from um the b2b to pretty much b2c so he sort of sorted out our website within days started amazing we were lucky it was a convergence of it was the timing was perfect because not only had um not only had COVID hit for sales which is sounds like a terrible thing to actually capitalize on but we also won world's best fruit liqueur um well timed well timed and I was in Hawke's Bay trying to organize production and deal with a whole lot of um people lucky people that had been given particularly older people who've been gifted computers or iPads from their yeah. dear <laughs> friends and family and I was telling teaching them how to shop online which you yeah, know,
0: anyway it was a... no I do I know the learning curve I, like I yeah. do think it's amazing like, it's a whole different topic but for you know people in that sort of 65 plus or yeah. older really I mean my mum's really computer nimble and she's 78 yeah but you know you look at those people 75 plus who just learn all these new skills so fast amazing it was it was amazing so
2: they didn't have a choice
0: they couldn't they They had to really adjust you know and so shopping online became just part of what we did yeah and so so
1: what so like i said timing was amazing he was in Auckland. Product. He was working eighteen to twenty hours a day, trying to get everything going, getting packing, packing orders. I was dealing with people. So that particular period in our lives, in the business life,
2: sort of a blur. Almost.
1: It was a blur, but it also gave me the opportunity to kind of reassess where I wanted to live and how the business functioned. Did I need to be in it? Yeah. I've got a really amazing cook, and she is only a phone call away. Um, I go to Hawke's Bay and catch up maybe a couple of times a year. Um, we Both of us go, or one of us, well, only you went this year, but um, at harvest because we need to be at harvest, mm. obviously, um, and we need to, we send out a whole lot of fresh plums. So, the, but the distance doesn't matter. Yeah. So, you know, so products in Auckland, I was in Hawke's Bay, and then I thought, I really want to be in Otago. And so I kind of figured, well, now's the opportunity. We've kind of got it sorted.
2: It, it kind of forces you to plan things out a bit better. Yeah. Because if you were there, you'd just do all the work yourself. Yeah. But this is like a good stepping stone to growing because we're like paying people to do sales or paying people to, you know, do the harvesting or whatever. Pick and pack. That stuff you yeah. have to do if you export it anyway because I do
0: think that that's one of the hardest things for all businesses to do like I know for us um like you and I'm like you apologize a little bit before and I do think there is a bit of guilt for those of us who had big years in that 2020 because we know so many people did it hard but the reality is that is I mean it's like recession some people in recession will do very well some won't do well Um, But for us, it made me have to step back and start giving responsibilities to other people because I couldn't do everything. And it's quite a liberating thing to start going, what does my life actually want to look like? You know, instead of going, I have to be in the business, how does this business work within my life? Which I think is a really liberating thing for a small business owner
1: really nice yeah that's a nice way to look at it as well and i think also
2: came
0: easy to me it came easy
2: to
0: me. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah that sounds right yeah <laughs> it's a generation thing you know isn't it is it? a generation like, thing it is i
1: think he it is kind of back he kind of yeah. wrote, kind of steps back from everything and kind of has this really beautiful overview and when i got to see that that really i'm much more effective when i'm not I'm not sort of darting, In the mess. darting there. And yeah, because yeah, I have that type of personality that, you know, um, I'm much calmer mm. away from everything. And then just, I kind of I say to people, I'm just really good at moving pallets now. Yeah, you know, nice. so it's a bit like playing chess. And at the time, it can be a little bit of a logistical nightmare at the moment with supply chain, but it's much easier to be removed from the actual mm. day-to-day some of the day-to-day things, even though we work long hours, don't get me mm. wrong, we're not, mm. but
2: yeah, It's good practice.
1: It's good practice. So we've kind of, I've kind of stepped away a little bit, not from the business, but from the, those those more functional things. And we've now, we've passed the pick and pack onto yeah. another small business. Yeah, which
2: is good. Back's feeling better.
0: It's yeah, good. I'm sure that does make it feel better
2: <laughs> Picking and packing
0: right. is exciting the first few orders and then it starts getting a little bit, um mm. yeah. <laughs> yeah, my
2: neck's like stuck like this almost. We like
0: were, we were down all day. Yeah, we were doing the
1: first lockdown was really really busy, and then yeah,
2: like forty a day, fifty a day, oh yeah, day. No more, so it was
1: yeah. Like, um, and then the second packing. second lockdown was a lot harder because the market was a lot more saturated. Yeah, at that time, a lot of the other retailers were struggling as well, just with mm. supply chain and everything. So anyway.
0: So, Rogan, was it always the plan for you to be part of it or was it a happy accident?
2: Um, yeah, I don't know. When I was at school, what did I want to do? I want to be a pro road cyclist. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I it, but...
0: Are you aim for something that was very easy to get a job at?
2: <laughs> yeah, well, I was in the NZ uh, development team. Well, like, that's a
0: pretty amazing place to be. Yeah,
2: I thought I was going to have a good crack at it. Um, I don't know. I suppose it was too big, maybe. It wasn't the right build type. And um, so, yeah, then I want, looked at being a pilot and um,
1: he started doing. I, I basically pilot.
2: just, yeah, I thought I'd do my BCom first and then I kind of just fell in love with business. And yeah, I saw these guys like Jeff Ross with, um, you know, 42 Below yeah. and how provocative he was because I, I liked kind of, um, oh, what's a good word for it? Like talking shit basically and just like yeah. provoking people and <laughs> being a smart ass. And I saw his, that in business and 42 Below and how he's kind of like provoking a reaction and I liked that and um, I wanted to make a lot of money too. So. <laughs>
0: Yeah, it's, that it is an interesting thing, isn't it? Because I do think um, that's one of the things that like my, m- without, I, I don't want to talk too much to my kids out of turn, so I'll get annoyed, they'll listen to well, they probably won't listen to it. But, um, you know, one of my, one of my daughters who's been working with us for four years, I think, she'll probably be leaving next year because she's an academic, she's going to be a, a lecturer, but she's already doing this thing of going, oh, I'm still going to work with you, or I'm going to use this stuff to do something else later. Because academic life and business life, there's quite a big difference in what sort of money you can make. And and it is, you know, when you're wanting to think about buying a house or doing things with your life, yeah. it is nice to be able to know that you can create that yourself. Yeah,
2: yeah, that's what I wanted—like a nice truck and a big house, and um, yeah, all of that. So that was that was good motivation. Um, but you kind of enjoy it along the way, and. um yeah, you get little um hits of dopamine when you're ticking things off, you know.
0: But I but having said that, like you were doing pick and pack. So like you haven't come into this and gone, um, hey, awesome. I'm going to be part of this business and start rolling in the money. You're going and doing some of those scody jobs that are not comfortable on the body and things like that's that. That's what
2: I'm saying. That's yeah. What I'm
0: saying. <laughs> you know, like I think that's, that's the key. It's not like you went... Oh sweet! I'm just gonna rock up to my mum's business and kind of be leader of the empire. (laughs) You're going (laughs) in and learning the skills. (laughs) (laughs) Let's
1: let's be clear. I mean, we're not rolling it.
0: No, no, I know, but you know what I mean. Like it's funny. No, no.
1: Yeah, I know. And 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 the funny thing is, you know, it's it has been it's been really hard. It's been really hard work, and Mm. um, I think I think working with Rogan it's been, it's kind of made me think a little bit differently because sometimes the knockbacks and the setbacks, you can take it really personally. He just kind of brushes it off and says, you know, it'll be okay and the next thing will be, you know, the, the next thing will be better or it's about yeah, It's a
2: long-term view. It's a long-term so I, yeah, yeah, yeah. whereas
1: a, I get really attached to the outcome, like, so, oh, they don't, they don't want it, sorry.
2: <laughs> I was going to say... Uh, delayed gratification is the single greatest determinant of success. So if you just keep putting it off and keep working away, uh, then you'll have some success. Yeah, because
0: I love that because that's actually what my husband brings to our business. He joined it a few months after, a few years after I started. And I'm the I'm the instant gratification person. Like you know, if I start something, I don't get an immediate win. I'm like, oh, it doesn't work. And he's like, whoa this is the first time. Let's go through it. We'll reiterate it. We'll do this again. And I do think that there's a push and pull that is meant to happen. The person who wants it right away often instigates and is implementing ideas at the time. So, and there's like this tension yeah. between the two of you which works really well. So hearing that combo, that's the combo that I think is a really secret of a success, whether it's a family run business or not.
2: Yeah, I just, what's that thing you said, finish. I call it cleaning up the mess, mum calls it finishing. <laughs>
0: <laughs> the last ten percent of any project is the nightmare. Is the nightmare, yeah. and I yeah. think, and it's interesting. No,
2: not for me though. I feel right. like getting started is the hardest part for me.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. so interesting. Whereas yeah. I'm really getting started, but in bringing a an idea or a project yeah. to life, I find that really, I, I get really energized by that. I get really excited. I love bringing different people and seeing all their skill sets. Um, we're working on a new product which has been something that I started playing with in COVID. So my kitchen in Hawke's Bay was just like, just littered with these particular- like some
2: um, Einstein's bloody lab. Yeah, it was like a lab. <laughs> <it's not> <laughs>
1: and I was working Juice. on on different flavors and different shelf lives. And it's a drink, it's a non-alcoholic yeah. drink, which we can't really talk Lighting. about. Exciting. It's really exciting, but I've got, we've got an amazing drink developer in Auckland. And, um. And I'm, you know, it's taken two, probably two and a half years, isn't it? Because there's been delays with her getting into the lab and everything as well. So that to me is really energizing. Um, and then Rogan will probably end up, you know, he'll he'll clean up. When I think of something else, he'll yeah. be working through that.
2: Yeah, um, I'm just with that drink. I'm thinking like. How can we kind of like slide it into the market? Like what's already there? Because um, I think if we do something like what we're going to do, everyone's going to kind of jump in. It's yeah, it'll be something that's hard to. There's no barrier to entry, is what I'm saying. Yeah, so you got to try and like find who you are and how we can get people to kind of agree with us.
1: Yeah, and that probably won't be under
0: damson. We'll probably have that
1: as yeah. a separate so thing
0: brand. Yeah. Because one of the things that I heard right at the beginning, you talked about how when you first bought the Damson collection that you were quite keen at that stage to have your and gin, but the gin didn't happen right away. No, and so was that
1: hard for you? Yeah, no, it is really hard, but it's all to do with cash flow. Yeah, because it's expensive like, alcohol, isn't it? Yeah, well, yeah. it's just expensive for You've you got
2: to put a lot of money down. So it's a little bit... Yeah, of, yeah that, that's kind of the hardest thing. If you think about the lead time it can be like three or four months or something. And you've got to put all that in now and then you've got to wait like
0: yeah yeah it's
2: hard yeah. and stuff and
0: yeah, yeah i interviewed um i interviewed little beauties tristan um what was, uh, a i think it is um and this is what they were talking about was that lead time of you might have to put down a hundred thousand dollars in january and the product's not ready for yeah. nine months and then you've got to like you know for gin it's longer i assume so you know, like that's a hard thing, and like people don't see that. That's the cost. Yeah. Look,
2: like we were looking at bottles. Was it yesterday? Yeah. They're not ready until next year. Yeah. So we've got a like our whole business is like planned now, and we've yeah. got a plan in a year just for something like bottles.
1: So yeah, I mean, supply chain is really a lot difficult. Very difficult, difficult at the moment. And yeah. in what I've done in the last um, in the last three or four weeks is I've actually had to stockpile jars even for our condiments. So. Mm instead of just buying you know half pallet or pallet every so many weeks or whatever I'm buying like three or four pallets at a time
0: and that's used for cash flow
1: yeah so that's a really big and so so that's been a tricky thing we made the gin liqueur because it was kind of like dipping our toes in the water Mm. of alcohol um but then it won world's best fruit liqueur and American gold and it's just won New Zealand gold. And so it's kind of, and it's beautiful product, you know, and it's done really well in Hong Kong. So, um, it, so we will make that again, but in a bigger bottle, we've decided. Mm-hmm. Um, and we will also probably roll the gin out, fingers crossed, around the same time in the same size bottle. So there's a bit there's a bit going on but in the immediate future it's about non-alcoholic drink
0: yeah
1: but but with mm. february or march next year for our next batch of gin luckily we made a lot i mean we still got a couple of thousand bottles left so of the liqueur
2: yeah so yeah. it's when because i do sales a lot as well i would go into mm-hmm. alcohol stores uh, mainly in um, auckland and stuff and um they always say like how many excuse do you have because they want to have more yeah on the shelf, so yeah. we started with quite like a narrow, uh, thin liqueur bottle, and now we're moving to like a much wider one. You can imagine if we had our liqueur and then our gin, it's like that thing. Adds a bit more cup.
0: space. Well, so yeah. it just it's just yeah,
2: yeah. Basically, versus like our tiny little liqueur bottle, and especially if you're really small, they're just gonna fit you in places. So whenever I go in the store, we're always like fitted in, just like <laughs> in the corner. Whereas if we're this big, kind of like huge, wide bottle, like that big, say, and then like another one there. You can imagine how it creates kind of like a billboard almost in all the alcohol stores.
0: Yeah, I, I'm feeling this very much, Rogan, because I've had I've just done my first self published book, and before, previously before that was with Penguin. And oh. let me just tell you, finding a distributor when you're a self published book author is it's the same thing. They go, "Yeah, I'm sorry, it's, it's it feels yeah. really demeaning," you know, and you're like, "Hey, it's just as good." So I do like that shelf space. People don't understand that that is like a it's a battle to be won. Yeah. And yeah. you're relying on people who know your product to be seeking it out if it's hidden away in a, in a liquor store. Yeah.
2: yeah. Yeah. My dad actually wrote the book. So um yeah i know that quite pretty well like, <laughs> yeah. i won't even know how to buy books if it's not from a distributor
0: no exactly it's it's a bit gut-wrenching but that's okay um we're not talking about me today um so with um with the, with it like how did you guys work out what your roles were did you have a conversation about it do you have to talk about boundaries and things like that or is it just kind of seamlessly happen? <sighs> mm,
1: it's kind of
2: how our roles i don't know well i, I, I was just i was good. just there technology maybe
1: yeah he was it was
2: an age thing i was good mm-hmm. at that stuff and then sales and stuff like i would probably needed to get out there more and like mum had already done like 30 years of socializing and and dealing with people and stuff so in a previous job so probably it made sense for me to do sales and that's yeah picking and packing i would have had to be me because it was like 20 kilo stuff to live
1: and also you we we decided to take the distribution to auckland anyway oh, yeah. so he he was stuck picking and packing and then and and the the tech stuff it was just like how am i going to do some of that and i can do it but he just it was it's innate you know he's in the generation as you know of of it's just like oh how does that work i can't work that oh two seconds and he's worked it out so the the flip for him was easier you know um but what we have realized recently is that sometimes um i mean i'm i'm a photographer by trade it's like we he was Rogan was fiddling around, we were trying to do an image the other day, just a quick image for something I can't even remember what it was for now. And he spent a couple of hours tweaking it. It would have been quick for me to photograph it, you know? Yeah. And start again. It's sort just of Just
2: doing it the right way first, sometimes. Quicker. Yeah.
1: And yeah. I guess as we get as as we move, he moves more, well, he's moved away from the pick and packing side. And
2: which I'm happy about. Which he's happy about.
1: <laughs> yeah, you <I> can imagine. <laughs> And we move more into business kind of roles with each other. Mm. We're actually naturally sort of finding our own place. Mm. Um, and yeah, and he's, yeah, he's he's actually doing really well with a lot of the things that I was doing before. And I mean, I guess I know. It's,
2: that, it's the integration of like the old way of doing things in the new way. So yeah. like just one example would be, instead of emailing, like a couple of days ago, we had to email a lot of we would say, you know, we've got this new product coming out, here's our new wholesale guide. And instead of sending out, you know, 700 emails to stockers or so, I use an app called Mail Merge, which lets you put all your HubSpot contacts into Google spreadsheet. You write one email, you use like a tag. So it's like, you know, hi, open bracket, open bracket, first, underscore, last, close bracket, close bracket, comma, and then you have the email and it's, just, just high yeah. John to 700 people. And it looks personalized, often doesn't go into spam. And it, it's always got our you know normal sign off. It's in an actual Gmail mm. email. It's not like a newsletter or something. Yeah. It's an actual Gmail email, which passes the yeah. spam filter. It's got our wholesale guide there, our vendor numbers for New World. It only took about one day to set the whole thing up. And now it yeah. takes minutes to send an email to 700 people
0: yeah and I I think that is that thing around systemizing because sometimes also like even and it's not even an age thing often if it's just you doing it you often can just get used to doing things your way because you've done it and it's exhausting when you're busy to actually take time out to go and work out a new way of doing it whereas if someone else comes in and just does it um, yeah. I, I will just say we use Loom quite a lot in our business. I don't know if you use that, but we um, it's a little video recording thing. So I'm showing someone something I need done and the team or something like that. I just do like a little Loom video. But quite uh-huh. often, I, if I send one to one of my daughters, I get a little snippy email back halfway through with, oh, for God's sake, please just do blah, blah, blah instead of such and such, because I can see I'm doing it the long way. Uh-huh. <laughs> Uh, me
2: trying to talk mum through stuff on the phone. Yeah, because <laughs> so the internet's so bad down here. And I'll be like, you know, click this little thing, and hers will look different because she, yeah, you know, like, different thing. Up. Yeah, it's tricky. Trying to get his, like edit signature or something.
1: But but it's been funny because um, Rogie came down for two <laughs> weeks, you know, for a couple of weeks holiday, and I thought, oh, it's going to be interesting us working together because we're kind of we're working on a few exports kind of connects mm-hmm. at the moment and he's been staying up phoning people so and I've been trying to you know talk to different people on different time zones as well and when he's in Auckland like for me it was like I can, it's nine o'clock let's get going you know yeah. and, and I couldn't get hold of him and I just felt ripping my hair out you know because we're working on different sort of mm-hmm. schedules and but him down here it's
2: time schedules though. It's time like, schedules yeah like aussie's different yeah florida's and then different. florida's
1: different and all that but but down here we're getting a lot more done because
0: mm-hmm.
1: we're operating like in the two weeks that he's been visiting
0: we've yeah.
1: absolutely smashed some stuff <laughs> and it's probably because i crash and bang in the morning yeah, i was gonna say it's hard to
2: sleep with it's like, <laughs> and and I I sure, get... like all the noise making machines out at, like six in the morning
1: and I get up really early and I exercise, so it's kind of like for me, it's like you get up, you get going, and you yeah. get you get cracking for the day. So, but
0: in... she only
2: sleeps like four hours though. Yeah, I need like nine probably.
0: Yeah, I've got a I've got a child that's like that. She starts operating at about she comes into work with me, but she starts being awake at about
2: ten thirty or eleven. So, oh, really? yeah, I won't remember this in about an hour. Yeah. <laughs> so
0: actually, just a question on that, like, um, in terms of um. Oh, no, what was I going to say? There was something I was going to ask you about uh, the timing. Um, No, it's gone. It's okay. Obviously, I've flaked out on that part. You've done that before. That's okay. Rachel's but, gonna walk yourself down. Um, so but with with the with the combination of you guys working in that sort of space, I mean, obviously, um, for you, Fiona, because of your background um in terms of all your like working with people and things like that, what about things like like trusting it sounds weird, but trusting Rogan to do a good job with the sales? Because you would have probably had built up innately from being self employed for so many years and things like that. This yeah. innate ability to know how to do those things, was it hard to kind of hold yourself back and just then do it or did you kind of want to walk him through that stuff? Because there's skills that you've got. Yeah, no, they are skills I've got. Um
1: yeah. to be honest, he went kind of off pace anyway. So <laughs> he, he did it. He did it um he he often he just went off and did sales himself. Yeah,
2: and usually mum's like, you gotta do this, do this, do this. Yeah. And I just I just go and do it anyway. He just
1: flips it anyway. And he kind of, he, I mean, we're both really energetic people. Mm. and But he is kind of, he bounces into stores. And then before you know it, he's kind of bailed the, say, the, the store manager. It's like cycling.
2: Up. It's like competitive through sales.
1: Yeah. And he yeah. gets in there and he actually yeah, goes straight to the point. Like he cuts straight to the Yeah, table. mum
2: just yabbers yeah, for hours she makes friends like lifelong friends when she's in there
0: that's also good like both of those
2: things are good yeah like like boom boom boom
1: he is and it's a really direct way but he gets some really good results we've learned learned a lot about it's
2: it's better if mum uh, manages key relationships
1: Mm. like you know
2: the head of a big supermarket yeah they like to socialize and and that type of stuff.
1: I haven't done any
0: socializing.
2: She's good at it. She makes friends places.
0: I mean, no, you do the rapport, it's the rapport building. I love stuff. Yeah, that's what she's yeah. good at. Yeah. And I get so- that because actually you don't need to have that with every single store no. that you're in.
1: But I just love yeah. people and I love, like, I mean,
2: Mom makes friends. She's like friends with every mayor wherever we live. Oh, she has.
1: I love going to, like, there's a market we do every single year mm. and and it's in Fielding and it's at Kim Bolton. it's in a Rodendron garden, and it's like hard and fast for one day, but I love meeting all the people, mm. I just love talking to them, I love hearing their stories, I love all of that, and I guess that is probably because I've done 25 years as a photographer, and yeah. you know, you have to have to kind of get and in, not
0: into people no you do like you have to find that you have to connect with yeah. them because they won't trust you and relax you you relax with you yeah um, and I really admire it because um I like I like doing podcasts and I like those are things but I'm actually really introverted and and the idea of spending a whole day at a market being nice to people for the whole day and smiling just makes you want to go and have a nap yeah <laughs>
2: makes me want to sit in the car yeah
0: me too I would have a book or I'd be going for long lots of long walks
1: I, just kind of, I love those I love that connection to people because once again you get to see yeah. who your customer is and yes, you, get nice. to see, you get to pick up on all the things that they potentially use your product for and what products they'd like to see
0: mm-hmm. which is and, really good for development right yeah, so and I, I remember my question actually um, and it's one because we actually, we've had to do this because I've got three daughters and my youngest one doesn't work with us so we've had to make this rule. Do you have boundaries around when work work talk doesn't <laughs> happen? <laughs> uh, Wait, you
2: know. Say that again.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're not allowed to do it at the table. We still do but we get a glare if it happens. Well, so. well
1: it's funny because it must have been a couple of nights ago and something like it, I can't That's the
2: first thing I hear when I wake up in the morning. That's the alarm clock. It's, mum's in my room, like, or calling me. I usually got like three missed calls.
1: Yeah, that's when he's in Auckland. Whereas here, I can just clang. You can can smash on the the door. Yeah.
2: Um, boundaries. I can't think of any.
1: No, I think the problem is that sometimes it's really hard to switch off. Like, even the two weeks he's been visiting, um, it's Mm. sort of like 10 o'clock at night. You know, it's like, oh, this came in, or you know, like a little win, for example, is that we just sent product to Canada, which is really exciting. Awesome. And we've sent um, the liqueur up there. We've got an agent that's really keen to work with us. And to find, you know, to get like an update from DHL, which is only going to take 10 days to get there, as opposed to like two or three months, which is wow. the normal courier system at the moment up, up to the North America you know, to get an alert and go, oh my God, it's there, it's landed, it's going through there, it'll be there in a couple of days. And then of course, my mind starts to go and I tell you, and then all of a sudden we're talking about business, you know? Mm. Um, but Because hey.
2: everything seems to come back to business. So if we go for a walk, which usually we have like meetings, going for walks and stuff in the evenings. <laughs> and um, it'll yeah. be like, you know, have you seen that nice house? And then it's like, I'm quickly on the app and like, what's my income got to be to buy the house? <laughs> and i like looking, looking at cars and I'm like okay I want a how much 70 grand car and it's like well, I gotta earn this much to be able to get a 70 grand car <laughs> it always comes back to business and um that's like the freedom like even last night we we're talking about skiing I could see mum was thinking about it too like how are we gonna earn heaps more money so I can ski every day and it, it always comes back to business and income and you know freedom so
1: yeah I mean it's also what we can I guess for me, it's about a lifestyle. I don't need a lavish lifestyle. I bet yeah. you do, but I don't. Yeah. I, But I really would love to be able to help other people and, you know, like animal charities is my big thing. I'd love to be able to, you know, make some difference in animal in animal welfare, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess my purpose is a little different to his. It's definitely about being able to give back in some way and i know that i've become very passionate about sustainability and passionate about what we can achieve within the business and particularly with this new product how we can apportion a certain amount to being able to educate people about certain aspects of yeah sustainability yes. and soil management and welfare and you know so it kind of we're both driven by different things and maybe that's because i'm you know twice his age but for me it's my purpose is is to make a difference and have a legacy at the end that
2: that yes it makes a change we wanted to do something you know people always say a good way to win or do well on social media is to educate people like to give them something like a reason to come back and so we wanted to do that but kind of like educate people on you know food and sustainability and that type of stuff as opposed to just doing like you know we're b corp and then posting his picture of trees we want mm-hmm. to like educate people on like why certain things were better and what was the best you know way forward for the planet or where the science was um so that's something we talked about recently
1: and so our marketing will go that's why
2: we've it, taken on a new marketing. That's what, yeah
1: we've taken on a new marketing um person part-time she's and got a
2: knack she knows how to make it look pretty and stuff yeah
1: right? she knows how to present things so i think that will be interesting with the drink because we'd be dealing, dealing with a different demographic, which I'm obviously way too old for because every name I have suggested, they have both gone, no. <laughs> so, you know, I may have come with the product, but I'm definitely not gonna be the one coming no, out
0: You the made the product, but you're not allowed to name it.
1: Yeah, I can't <laughs> name it because I think it's-
2: I, I had a good name, but uh, we weren't allowed to use that no. one. Yeah,
1: <laughs> no, so, yeah, you did <laughs> have a good name. But so, I guess it's, playing to your strengths and understanding what I want long term and yeah he does want all of that stuff whereas for me I
2: just yeah I want to look after my um because I got younger brothers and a little sister too so um I always I went to good schools like I went to St Kent's and private schools like mum funded that obviously thanks mm-hmm. and um yeah university and stuff I had all these opportunities and I got to cycle and that was expensive and that um is something I wanted to give to my little brothers my little sister mm-hmm. um but obviously there it's not you got it. I'm still young, you know, so that's something that a lot of parents would do when they say 50 or 60, um, but yeah, we, I need to do it now. So I've always felt it wasn't like as cruisy as my mates who were kind of older money, you know, mm-hmm. they can just relax and their parents will do it for them and they'll get a good job later on. I always wanted to do it now. Like I, I wanted to have money when I was 16 so I could put them through good schools or, um, you know, get a bigger house for me and mom or give my grandparents good care when they were mm-hmm. in palliative care and stuff. So I felt like I always wanted to do it, like, right now, as opposed to, like, in the future, which is why I was so, you know, against University and doing the BCom. I wanted to start a business. and um, But yeah, you see, that's why... It was why now he... for me. I need, I need the, to yeah. do it now.
1: Whereas, see, in the start, the business thing, like, Rogan had a couple of really good ideas, but he was so caught up in making everything so perfect.
2: Oh, that, yeah, that was it. You know, it, it never got, got off the ground.
1: Whereas I kind of think you get to a certain thing and then 80%. you just do it. Yeah, I
0: it's,
2: Yeah, it's hard yeah. in my head though, because it's almost like we make the most progress when I care the least. And when I'm focused on other things, like when I'm wanting to go skiing, right? That's when we make the most progress. If I'm focused on the business, I'm like overthinking things. And I'm, I'm reading a book now, actually, I'll get it at the end. It's on overthinking by a Kiwi woman. And I realized how much I overthink, like even in this interview, um, I'm just trying not to overthink anything. But if I was sitting here, say a month ago, when I used to overthink, I'd be like you know how should i sit or like, I like yeah, no that.
0: i and i get that actually i'll say um it's quite funny um just around that whole um sort of thing because we have a joking our we have a um rod my husband he goes on a course every thir- every second thursday the course is a golf course um <laughs> yeah, and every that. time he goes on the golf course um if it's been a bit quiet that week that is the day the leads come in yes and the, isn't it funny every just time, time.
2: He maybe he says he's going there he's-
0: yeah. No, he definitely is going yeah, the yeah, he's definitely going of course but like they come into my inbox because that's where they come yeah. so i know they're coming to me but it's a really it, he'll be he'll up and go hey it's been a bit quiet for a couple of days Shall i go and play golf on thursday yeah <laughs> yeah and that's but i j- do think you know because when we're not actively in the thing like i it's so important to take those breaks out and really let your mind rest so that you can think dynamically
2: well wow. yeah. can you say that again to yeah <laughs>
0: She, does it. she doesn't she doesn't works out early in the morning that's when she's doing okay. She
2: she's yeah. up at 12 o'clock last night <laughs> <laughs> my for hours. <laughs>
0: so, so i've got a will i want um we'll, we'll wrap up in, in a minute but i just want to ask too because i know that for me one of the things i've been really thankful for um with having my adult daughters work for us is that it's meant that i've stayed in touch with them in a more frequent way than i might have if they hadn't been working for us do you feel like it's built that relationship um, I think, look, we,
1: we, I guess we've, if we look at, if we look at the last sort of six or seven years, it was, we've had a really stressful time. Mm. It's, I mean, I was a single mum. I was so, a single yeah, mum too. So. Yeah. And so, you know, it's, um, but we had my elderly parents. My dad was really sick for a long time. And to be honest, my dad and Rogie were so close that, that, you know, he wouldn't, my dad wouldn't go anywhere without him. And, and then when Dad passed away, Mum and I moved to Hawke's Bay, and I left Rogan in Auckland, you know, while he was studying. And I kind of think, really, that was probably not a very nice thing as a mum to do. Um,
0: yeah, and he's going kind to of
1: agree with me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, was you
0: had to, it was something you had to do,
1: right? Yeah, and I took Mum with me, and then Mum got sick. Um, I mean, my parents were in their late 80s, but... It was a really hard time in business and also having them. And then then Rogan, when mum was really sick, Rogan came down and stayed with me. And so he supported me and mum through a really tough time again, you know? So, and then he moved back to Auckland after she died and I've moved here. I guess the question is, has it been hard for us, our relationship? I think there were times when it was really tough. And I think the toughness was around, the fact that we had so much going on personally both of us in completely different ways Um, I think I think for me it's I find it really stressful when I can't get hold of him on a normal working week only because sometimes it's that flow on effect you know so I'm waiting for him to do something that I may have finished at midnight my choice but you know um,
2: and I may have started at lunchtime my choice
1: yeah but you know yeah But I think probably we'll get to... We're probably in a better space now, both of us. Mm. And then if if he's going to move down here, we will have to be really careful about the boundaries. And, like, you know, like, we start work at this time. And, yes, if it's but a nice...
2: We, we were listening to Roman from Fix and Fod. Oh, yeah, And he was amazing. saying he did, you know, nine years of just working all the time.
1: Yeah, and we so, do that. We, we, we work well, all the yeah, time. It's been a,
2: a decade, probably. I feel like we started... With less than a lot of people, yeah. like because we had mum had health problems. Obviously, she had she had two operations on her eye. Now both my grandparents were in care. That was probably it was stressful. What three grand a week? Mum was.
0: And you had, already had a, You already had children. Like a lot of these people that you're comparing yourself often have either have brand new children or not children. Yeah, like you know, like you had- a lot of old
2: money as well. You know?
0: and yeah, and, and they, they often have they have like yeah they have they have backup.
2: Self-made lady. <laughs> yeah she
1: is with with an awful lot of money sitting in alcohol
0: and (laughs) and food (laughs) and plums yeah (laughs) it's it is it is a thing i think
2: that
0: it's so like i think um another interview um that i did last year with a woman called natalie Combe. she said you know being a small business owner is the biggest personal development journey you'll ever go on and i do think you don't people don't see you know there's no even playing field everyone's at different points and we often look at someone else's success and what they've done and go how they get so far ahead yeah you know but they do we don't see all the all the tears and the pain that got them to that point
1: yeah and I think it's about acknowledging the small ones every day you know I've got there's I've got a good friend and she happens to be living in Monaco at the moment she normally lives in Queenstown and um she's really good at pulling me back and saying, you know, that was a win, we should celebrate that. Right, Jackie. Yeah. yeah.
2: She likes celebrating.
1: She likes celebrating. <laughs> but I think it's really true, you know, like I, I send out an email, I emailed a, a really big um, customer um, business the other day, and I'd been in contact with them like 2019, August, 2019. And I was really keen for them to use our Damson in one of their products. Hmm. and at the time we sent samples and nothing happened and then I just flipped them an email and the head of R&D new product development came back and said yeah she said Been thinking yeah. about thinking you know, and I kind of think you know that's a small one but that's actually yeah. could be a really big one yeah it but is like, keeping things and keeping in
0: contact with people um I once had a meeting with Eddie from Dad's Pies he's I think oh, he's yeah. anyway Um, And it was a a failure. I was trying to sell him some marketing stuff years ago because he's local to us. And he said no in the meeting. And a couple of months later, he emailed me and he said, why haven't you been in contact? And I said, well, you said no. And he said, no, I said, no, but that doesn't mean you don't keep on giving it a go. And it was such a lesson to me because I was like, if someone says no, I just don't go back again. But he was like, I, you know, people say no to me 13 times. I still keep going back for a yes.
1: Yeah, and I think it is all about timing, and it's also about. Um, and there's something I've learnt for Rogie is, is that you know like wasn't the, there a
2: movement about this stuff? Yeah, me yeah. too, <laughs> or something.
1: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> is that you can't? Is that um like you know he said to me, oh, I'm just going to ring so and so, and I'm just we're sending some samples, and I said, I oh, don't. I said, don't bother about them. They've actually said no. It's just. And he said, he said, Mum, he said, it's a different person. that's yeah, because
0: so often, that's they, shift. They, they shift all the time.
1: Yeah, it's yeah. about timing. Everything's about timing for everyone, whether they've got a clear inbox, they've got shelf space. You know, like,
2: I read something, it was like, I think it was actually on the app we use for Mail Merge. It said 80% of people, you know, don't read an email. And then it's like 40% of people just clicked on it, flicked through, just so it would like go away. And then it's like, how many percent of people like completely forgot within a day. Yeah, I've done like testing. There's actually a Dan O'Reilly study, he's a um, behavioral psychologist, Mm. and he tested people who walked into lecture theaters and tripped over. And it was like half the people didn't even remember it happened or something like that. And then of the people who remembered, half of them couldn't remember who it was that did it. Yes, it's just, wow. uh, you, just you know, it, it is
0: about just putting yourself out there, which is a hard thing, I think, especially if you're sensitive about your product and you love yeah, it. Totally. No, we could totally talk a day, but I really want you guys to give a little bit of a plug of where people can find you online. So if they want to buy from you online, where would yeah. they go? That's <laughs> your job, Rogan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so
2: the, it's, it's the damsoncollection.co.nz uh, and it's easy to find, just Google it or we'll pop up with of the first like five in Google at the moment. And, uh, yeah, we've got a new pack coming out. It's on yeah, the website we've now.
1: Yeah, we've got a new pack on the website. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a bit of a joint venture. And oh, we're
2: also in New World and it's basically in New, World new Faro, Faro. Wilson. Yeah. Good foods now.
1: Yeah, and if anybody is in Australia listening, they can buy the liqueur, which, of course, is the world's best fruit mm-hmm. liqueur, at um, shopdamson.com. Yeah,
0: shop dams. Yeah, and shop are
2: not gone. But you can also go in and harass people at all these big yes. supermarkets. Again.
0: And that's a really nice thing to do. Like if you've got a local deli or something like that and you do love your products, you can always go and tell them about it. I do that with our local deli. I always go and go, hey, here's a really good other product you can have. Like I think yeah, that's a really yeah, nice yeah, thing you can do to help businesses like yours. Yeah. I go in and
2: say that. I'm like, why don't you guys have the dams collection? What's wrong? <laughs> 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 I did. We went shopping at this place in uh, in Monica. And the lady's like standing there, like looking at our car. That's oh. all like the domes included. <laughs> and I'm not writing down the like, improvement thing, like stock us.
0: I, I will admit, I was seriously thinking about taking a, ba- a, a bag of my books around to stores and just putting one just randomly on a shelf without it being like even for sale, like just putting it in there <laughs> so they could just take and go, I'm having this, but cool, we might need to get some more stock of it.
2: That would be a great business, though, if you could set up a business, like an app. That would give people a notification. Like, go into any food store that sells, I don't know, like Barker's jam, yeah. and quest the Damsing collection. <laughs> and every time they do it, you pay them like a dollar. Don't uh, no, you're going to get
0: in trouble? Someone's going to listen to this and yeah, come no, and pitch
2: it to you. I'm not going to do it. I'm not, I'm
0: not do it. <laughs> oh, it's been a real pleasure. Thank you so much for being part of today. Um, and yeah, it's been really great listening to everything and i wish you all the success i'm excited about the new drink i can't wait till that comes out i'm a i'm not currently drinking any alcohol so i'm really keen on that one and um i have two people on a team who we give them gin every christmas so um so i'll be definitely looking out for that when that comes out as well so thank you so much for being part of today great.
1: thank you for
0: inviting us <laughs> it was lovely
2: all right you. say goodbye to the dog
0: I so enjoyed talking to Fiona and Rogan today. And apologies for the moment where I kind of lost my brain halfway through. I recorded this just after a week after having surgery, and my brain was clearly not functioning. So, for those of you that are new to the show, I promise you my brain does normally work better. Now, I really loved hearing about Fiona and Rogan, and I'd love to hear if you have a family run business or you've got Family um, that you work with and what you've learned, um, definitely hit me up on social media. You can find me on Identify Marketing on um, Instagram or I am Rachel clava on TikTok. Or you can come and be part of our Facebook group, Map It Marketing, and ask any questions you want about marketing in there. And just a little plug be sure to come and check out my new book, Be a Spider, Build a Web. You can get it from Amazon or any good online store. Or you can come and get it on our website or at BeASpiderBuilderWeb.com. Have a great week. And next week, we've got another business owner talking to you about her story and how she has developed her business to help her walk through a momentous time in her life. Looking forward to connecting with you then. Have a great week. If you love what you heard today, be sure to hit subscribe. And if you loved this episode in particular, I'd love it if you shared it on social media. Remember to tag me in so I can say thank you. Have a great week and we'll talk soon.